Hosting for this podcast is made possible through mtgcast.com, which is supported by a generous contribution from quietspeculation.com, Magic's premier trading and financial news site. Hello again and welcome to the Mana Pool. This is episode 1990X. Yes. This is the year 2000X. And we are driving. No, let's not do that yet. We're brought to you by Cardshark.com, a better way to buy and sell collectible card games. In fact, thanks to Brian pointing out that we were in Mike's apartment, we're all wearing our Cardshark shirts to go to Atomic Empire in Durham, North Carolina. It's a great shop. You should check it out. Because we're going to the pre-release. Yep. Yeah. So, I'm Chewy. That's Mike. Brian's in the back seat. Yep. You, you might have to lean up here a little bit to be yep. to be heard, but um, we we're, we were driving along, having a conversation, and I said, this is a good conversation, everybody shut up, we should record this, and then proceeded to spend 10 minutes screwing with the recorder, so, <laughs> but we're good now, so what, we were talking about the old pre-releases, right? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, for those that haven't been playing as long, um, they may... Wizards decided to make a change to the way that they were running pre-releases. I think the last block where we actually had the larger pre-releases, like generally one or two per state for at least most of the states, I don't know about California, um, was Time Spiral Block? Because I remember going to a Future Site pre-release. Yeah, was, the Future Site thing was, was... I remember going to a big Future Site thing in Burlington. And the last time I went to Durham, I'm pretty sure it was Cold Snap. So, so it was somewhere around Time Spiral, if not a little into Lorwyn Block. And, um, again, what they would do is they would have generally one pre-release per state. And the one for North Carolina was usually held in a gymnasium. And you'd have several hundred players, and they would run flights usually, what, like 32-person flights? Eventually they moved to the Marriott instead of the gym. Eventually they moved to the Marriott, but, you know, for a long time. A, a larger space, and they would keep running flights as they would fill up. I went to one in Indiana one time while they were still doing the system, and they just did what you might think of for the Grand Prix or something, where it was one flight for everybody. That was my first experience with that type of tournament, and it sucked. Yeah, that, <laughs> but, that's what that's what DJs used to do. But for a turn for a uh, pre-release, it was pretty awful uh, for that many players. I gotta say, I thought that I thought they did a good job organizing it, but man, especially since you weren't expecting it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, how long until the first one fills up? They're like, well, the event starts at 11. I'm like, so, oh, crap, I'm going to be here all day. Um, so, and again, you know, I wasn't expecting it. Um, and then uh, they decided that they wanted to shift a lot more of the responsibility and a lot more of, of, of the running uh, of these sorts of events to stores. Again, if you haven't been playing for terribly long, or if, you haven't, if you've been playing for a couple of years, this is the way it's been. So that probably seems very natural to you. And honestly, it makes a lot of sense because now instead of everybody having to pile into a car and drive for three hours to go to a pre-release, you just go down to your local store. Um, and we were talking about how, you know, we're, we're going to Atomic Empire in Durham, North Carolina. It's a good store. Great don't, shop. Don't go. Okay. Um and I said, you know, this kind of reminds me of back in the day because we're we'll, we'll be on the road for about an hour or so. Um, so let's and uh, Chewie said, stop, get the recorder. So and now you know the whole story. Uh, but anyway, um, I was saying I kind of, you know, I miss it a little bit. But honestly, I'm 
a couple of years into the change, I think it's a very positive change. I like the fact that I can go to Lucky's, I can go to Top Deck, I can go to Underground Gaming if I want. I can go any of the local places and support those places and see some of the players that I see more often at those. And it's not as far for me, so it's not as big a deal for my family and things like that. And Chewie was saying he misses the camaraderie a little bit. And would, do you care to elaborate? Like the camaraderie with other people, like with us or with the gaming community as a whole? The, the people you only see three times a year, but you always see them three times a year, and you get used to them, and you say, hey, man, how you doing? What's up? And, and it's nice to catch up with them. Like, Do you remember that uh, the father and son, two-headed giant team that we used to see every time we were yeah. there? And we yeah. we would, like, give him our commons and whatnot because he had a he was a teacher and he had, like, a magic group at school or something like that? Yeah. Like, those, those guys were awesome, and now it's been so long since I saw them, I don't actually remember their names. Yeah. And that makes me sad, but... You can read one of our Twitter giant reports on Card Shark, and that'll have it. <laughs> um, well, I was just going to say that you act- now, at least for our play group, we're going to Grand Prix a little more often. Certainly, Chewy's been to several in the last year. Uh, we've gone to some open series events and, and PTQs. So, uh, for me, I still get that that sense from those events. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I- I'm not foregoing it completely. Although you do get people at pre-releases you don't get at the the more serious events so it's not it's not a complete trade-off yeah that was i don't know like i don't miss the gym oh it would get <laughs> no. so hot in there oh, or cold it, yeah. if it was raining outside then everything inside the gym was just wet yeah and it was awful but I don't know. There was a concession stand, although I don't think I ever bought anything there because that was when I was in college and my ass was broke. So can I? Yeah, it was just like hot dog. Can I ask a non-magic related question? Sure. And the listeners don't need to know this. Why is your GPS having us get off at every exit? I don't know. It really (laughs) desperately wants us to go back to forty. It does not like us being on eighty-five, even though it's perfectly fine. You're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, I missed an exit that it told me to take earlier because that's dumb and it knocked 10 minutes off of the time and yet she still wants me to go that but, way but now it's put that 10 minutes back no just two of them oh, okay uh, I'm looking forward to this pre-release uh, you know I'm, again talking about changes that Wizards has made over the last several years it used to be that co- the core sets were extremely boring I mean you, <laughs> no you might care or launches for core sets. No, I mean, you might have, like, a launch party or something, and you might care about it because you want to know what's in standard. You might want another Birds of Paradise yeah, or... Or open another Wrath or something. Open another Wrath. But when's the last time you said, wow, I like this core set, I can't wait to get some of these cards? Oh, maybe it was M10 when they started printing new cards for the core sets. So, again, if we're looking back at changes, because some t- changes take a couple of years for you to really appreciate it great I think this has wholeheartedly been a, a positive for the game changing the way they do core sets what do you think oh yeah definitely yeah. it's not just the new cards but it's the fact that they keep doing I guess they've always done this with core sets but they keep doing something different with each core set right and and because they're able to put new cards in it then they're actually able to do something different each time yeah. I mean it'd be possible to do it with just strictly reprints would it be really hard um, it also helps that they refresh it every year instead of every two years yeah 
keep things uh, running a little more. I don't know. Keep, keep things a little more interesting. Like, they, if they wouldn't print crap like Titans and Thragtus in the core set, I don't think the ever two years would be bad. Yeah. But, well, and but then, but the problem is, then if something gets printed multiple times in a row, then that's four years. Well, well, we're, we're the Titans. Instead of two or three years the at Titans most. Were, were reprinted once, correct? Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. 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 They so were still, in. That was two years. Yeah, M11 and M12. Which would be the same effect of printing them once. And it, if they were printed twice in successive core sets in the two-year refresh, then that'd be four years. I was Titan standing around being like, Ugh. I was screwing up to metagame. Yeah. I was reading an article, and I can't remember whether it was on... Have two, two years of Thragcast rather than just one. <laughs> I've, I was reading an article, and I can't remember which, web, which website I wet it on. Uh, the Wasco Wee Wabbit led me there, and it, it was talking about how the author felt that other than Jace, the mind sculptor, you know, none of the others, uh, he felt that the Titans were the biggest mistake in the Mythic Rarity. He said overall, you know, the Mythic Rarity people complain about it, it's not that bad. The biggest problem cards at that level were the Titans. Because I think it was actually, it might have been Sam Stoddard, uh, because he talked about how the core set is supposed to supplement the expert level sets. And for, while the Titans were in play, the whole format was Titans them. Yeah. and then supplementing them, exactly. And he said, he meant, it was funny, he mentioned something about how, about how Squadron Hawk and some other things can also supplement things. And yeah, Squadron Hawk was not the worst defender. So that, that kind of gave a boost to something that was already possible through the expert sets. Right. So yeah, I thought that was a really interesting article. And it's always, you know, we hear about Jace and we hear about some of the other mythics and we hear about Thrag Tusk and we haven't thought about Titans in a little while because they've been gone. But have you played duels yet, Chewie? I have not. All right. I have been playing a little bit of Skyrim after posting shows. Yeah, I've been playing Diablo three this week instead of duels. Yeah, I've been playing duels and working. Brian's the only one here who's dedicated, is what we're saying. (laughs) Um. The Draco Mancer deck is actually not that bad when you unlock enough cards to take out the Dragon Fodders and just basically turn it into a Dragon Ramp deck, which is what I've done. And now it's actually not too... It, it's kind of fun to play. Really? Yes. I'm actually having trouble. Like, when I get a new card, I'm like, oh, I don't know what to take out. So... Word. I still don't know what in the hell you guys are talking about. <laughs> the, the there's, Draco- there's, there's a Jun-colored um, deck... That starts out as like this, uh, like tokens and devour deck that's really crappy. It's pretty but, bad. But it's got some other dragon theme in it, and the unlockable cards, um, plus up that dragon theme if you choose to go in that direction. And that's what Brian is doing. That's yeah. probably what I'm gonna do when I start can, playing that deck. You can unlock some Crucible of Fires, definitely some better dragons like devour dragons and, um, another, another flame blast dragon. Uh, you definitely, I definitely enjoyed unlocking form of the dragon, and it's really interesting sometimes to be looking at the board and trying to figure out if I play this, can they beat me, or do I lose automatically? You know, it, it, it's got some really good tension to it. I can't tell you the number of times where I'm like, all right, I need to play this, and Garrick's like, bramble crush it, and I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> but so it's great, and then um, not. 
not too long ago I unlocked Karthus and um, my last one actually was a Broomick Dragon which needed to be in the deck from the beginning trust me but uh, yeah it, it, it's I, I decried it before and trying to unlock cards with it at the beginning is like slamming your head into the wall over and over and over again but when you've got about 7 or 8 unlocked it starts to get better the pain you know, just make sure you got aspirin. <laughs> oh. oh, well. So we're going to go to Atomic Empire. We're going to see Clues. We're going to see Jeff. And, oh, I didn't tell you guys. What? We're going to yeah. see someone else there, too. Who? Is Bill coming? Uh, Bill is going to the Toy Factory okay. to play there, and then he's going to come to Atomic Empire. Oh, okay, cool. And he wants to make sure that John hits his however many people for the store level. I was going to say, oh, right, I, I right. hope he shows up or, you know, he's, bad. He said he'll come over, like I said, after the Toy Factory. <laughs> but from what I can tell, AJ's coming. AJ's really? coming to Atomic Empire. Because I told him where we were going to be. He said, okay, cool, thanks. See you there. But that was several days ago. And uh-huh. AJ's birthday was what yesterday I think. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Happy yeah. birthday, AJ! Not that you listen to this. Don't but still. kill AJ for his birthday. Yeah. Well, it's after his birthday now, so kill AJ. Oh well. So should we stop the recorder? Yeah. yeah. Save yeah. some space. All right. So we will talk to you again from Atomic Empire, assuming we get there. And if we didn't, then you didn't hear any of this, so never mind. Oh God, we're dead. Thanks for playing, guys. Hopefully, we'll get started soon. Okay. So we're sitting here at Atomic Empire now. We're joined by AJ. Hey, AJ. Hey, what's up? You're, you're AJ of Kill AJ fame, just for the listeners that have been listening for a while. Indeed. And and, and we're not going to kill you, though. No, well, unless we have not. to play against you, in which case, screw you, butt. Yeah. But I just witnessed an epic EDH game with these three, with a turn one scoot mob and a turn two custody battle onset scoot mob that in, ended up making the game crazy. So that was pretty cool. And now we're sitting here waiting on stuff to start. So what are we hoping for in our pools here? Um, 17 Shadowborn Apostles. I'm sorry, that was probably Brian's joke. Um, yeah, yeah. You want to let Brian make it? Hey, Brian, what you hoping for in your pool? Uh, well, the new Chandra, first of all, because it's awesome and I want to prove how awesome it is. And then as much as I don't really want the Mega Megaloneth Sliver for my collection, Slivers is going to be a good strategy today, and Giant Growth on all of them seems pretty good. So I'm going to say that one or the light, Lifelink Sliver. Other than that, just lots of burn. So he didn't... That wasn't a joke. He was serious. Okay. Yeah. I would like to get Slivers, too, if I can. Yeah. Just to see what happens. Yeah, it seems too easy. But I can't think of anything else in the set that I actually care about playing. There's some good blue stuff. Blue stuff? Yeah. I mean, I'll, it'll, it'll probably be a trap to actually put it in my deck and play with it. That would yeah. be a massive mistake. Go the, go the blue Jace that. Mill deck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if I get a Jace, I will totally do that. Jace in, like, three Tomb Scours? Traumatize? We'll make this happen. You guys are goobers. How about you, AJ? You know anything about the set? Uh, just a little bit. I'm sure I'll get crap and I'll have to deal with it. So, yeah, I don't it know. It seems to be what you do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, I try to build the best I can with the crap that I get. Yes. Which is what Sealed is all about. Oh, yes. But I just wanted to touch base. Well, There's a bunch of judgy people. This I can tell who I've been hanging out with lately because I recognize my three dorks here and the judge staff. 
Yeah, so that's like Nicholas Saban and Clues and Mills and Jeff Darren. I think that's everyone I recognize. Oh, and John, who I don't know his name, but I recognized him. Yeah, just uh, I just recognize these people and nobody else in this entire store. It's weird. Apparently, I'm I, I'm getting I'm too good for dorks now. Is what yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> You're moving into the elite. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Is that what it is? I yeah. don't think that's what it is. <laughs> I think I just have never been to the shop. Let's go with that. Oh well. But you will hear more, I'm sure, either after round one or once we're done building our decks or something. So Okay bye. Okay, so round one is almost over. Otis, my opponent, just beat the crap out of me. You're awesome, sir. Thanks. It was bad. It was real bad. Scavenging ooze. Scavenging ooze, yeah. My primeval bounty like went off I played it on turn I think 5 maybe yeah. and then I made 2 beasts and gained 3 life and got 3 plus 1 plus 1 counters all in the next turn and he still won <laughs> scavenging ooze is not fair neither is killing my dudes just by the way it was uh, so I, I lost horribly in the first round he just like beat the crap out of me with dudes I kept the late game hand I was like oh well I can stabilize then he played 2 more guys and I was like oh I, I can't I can't stabilize anymore Oh well. And then the last game was awesome. And it didn't matter because of the loss. So, how'd you do? Uh, my least favorite words in the world are, I don't think I got a very good pool. <laughs> because that always means, okay, I'm either a jerk for beating you, or I'm losing, and you just don't think your pool's very good. <laughs> so, both games, I go first. I go, turn one, forest. He goes, turn one, forest, lay of the land, get him out. I'm like, I don't know if lay of the land is worth a slot, but he seems to think so, so sure. I got two green non-creature spells. They were both lay of the land. I'm like, That's weird. Yeah. I go, turn, again, in both games, I go, turn two, land. In game one, it was a forest. In game two, I grabbed the mountain, so that was good. And go, um, predatory sliver. And in both games he shocks it <laughs> and in both games my turn three play is a root walla and then things start going a little differently in both cases but he's in he's in green red and um he eventually plays a giant sliver in the first game i'm stuck on three lands for far too long i'm just i'm playing as many guys as i can and attacking with my root walla and ultimately he just kind of burns me out and in game, uh, I, I die the turn I... He had the 4-4 that gets plus 4, plus 4 and gains trample when you have 8 or more lands out. And he was at 7 lands for a long time. I was like, don't draw the land. And I finally drew a 5th land, so I was able to play a, a Spore Sower guy. Yeah, the Spore whatever. And I had enough guys to stabilize, and he drew his 8th land. So, a game 2 was a little more interactive, but it was like, I play a guy, he burns it. I play a guy, he burns it. He's got two shocks, his Chandra's Outrage. Um, he, he, um, I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. I get out two root walls, I'm swinging. He plays a fire shrieker. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. And some other guys that keeps moving the fire shrieker around. And I'm like, draw anything. Draw my two pacifisms. Draw anything. No. 
I wish I could tell you a little more, except that I always had, like, just not enough burn to get the job done. Like, he, <laughs> he, I'd have a shock, so he'd play a three-powered guy. So I play a, uh, a the Expendables thing, yeah. and, and so his guy would get bigger, and I'm like, uh, he played well, but at the end of that, he's like, huh, I guess I wasn't too impressed my, but my ra- with my rares, but I got a lot of red. I'm like, yes, you did. <laughs> So, but he was a nice guy. Uh, oh, wait. I'm done. Okay, how'd you do, AJ? I, I went 0 and 2. Uh, out of all my rares, the only one I could use was Ratchet Bomb. And unfortunately, the one game I got it in, I was thinking he was going to drop some bombs. He just dropped a whole army of twos, and I sat with three counters on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was painful. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, similar to Brian, uh, scaven- or similar to Chewy, scavenging ooze uh, can freaking bite me. Oh my god. And the guy just, when you're playing a deck that's mostly uh, <clears throat> control spells, if the guy has lots of kill spells, you're not going to win. And then he drops a Howl of the Night Pack for five, and you're like, ah, scoop. Al? Yeah. Hi. I'm going to go check on Mike, because it looks like he's shuffling up for his next game. So Wow, and there's eight and a half minutes left. All right, well, let's see here. Wait, what are you? So what are you guys playing? We didn't actually cover that. I'm playing Naya with a splash and white... Uh, for two pacifisms and like uh, an Auromancer or something. Uh, otherwise, heavy green. I got the mythic Hydra that doubles your plus one plus one counters, uh, and a Megantic Sliver. And I just run the other slivers I got, which is like three other slivers and a Mutavolt, which is great because nice. it's a sliver and it's a beast for advocate of the beast. Clues is giving you a look. <laughs> like how'd you lose? <laughs> By not drawing any good spells or land. You might be wondering what I did draw. I don't know. How about, so what are you playing? Uh, white, blue, flyers, um, evasion, and control spells. Sweet. I'm playing, well, let's see, I met Ray here, and, and, and Ray was good enough to be a sounding board. And so what am I playing, Ray? It's like red, green, nonsense. Yeah, green, red. Creatures. Cre- creatures. Yeah, non-sliver creatures. Yeah. It's, it's ramp. It's red, green, ramp. Yeah. yeah How about you, Clues? Which question am I answering here? I don't know. What'd you play? Uh, poorly. <laughs> oh, oh no! I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, so I actually built not one but two crappy decks. Nice. And crappy deck number one is actually is it, which disgusts me to no end. You playing blue? It's chock full of islands. It's just awful, but it's look. It's got some counter spells and some flyers and my one piece of removal, which is a shock. Nice. Uh, shock. Uh, I got uh, another hunt a week, so I feel you. Yeah, I mean, the, the only other almost piece of removal is in deck number two. And deck number two is a Selesnia deck that uh, doesn't populate at all. I don't know what the deal is. What the hell, dude? Uh, but it's got the, the Briar Pack Alpha, which is the Flash dude that gives the plus two, plus two. Yeah, he's like removal. If I block right, let's say. Yeah, as for argument's sake. Yeah, it's it's not great. It's really not great. Uh, last round, I, I I went one and two, so I did win a game. You I, got pl- us beat. I played the, I played the green white deck, and I won game one. It was hard fought, a lot of back and forth. It was great. I got him to one. I was at eleven. On the crack back, he managed to get me to one, but I had the dudes to kill him. So 
That was great. It was a good game of Magic. Uh, game two, uh, my hand was way too slow, and uh, my life pad just ticks down, and then it's over in like four turns. My game one looks like. And then uh, game three, I switched over to the other deck, the Is It deck. <laughs> I slowed him down. <laughs> I still died, but I slowed him down. Is that sort of counts? Not really. No, not at all. Yeah, it turns out when I filled out the slip, I still lost, so... If you filled it out correctly. I did. Okay. I checked. Good. Barring any mistakes. <laughs> That's right. Barring any mistakes by Jeff entering results, I lost. But I don't think he'll screw it up. Yeah, probably not. He is an L2, right? Uh, he is an L2. Yeah, yeah, you guys get like shot for screwing that up, right? No. 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 <laughs> no. To my knowledge, there's no execution in the judge program. No, no, no. They don't kill you. It's just like she just flesh wound. Yeah, I see. Come on, man. Don't be sick about it. <laughs> so apparently, Mike is still playing. So. Ray, you're not playing. How'd you do yesterday? Oh, man. I had a really similar experience to uh, what Clues was referencing with. I ran a blue-red Izzet. I mean, I guess, obviously, but... Oh, man. I think I only won four games out of four matches. <laughs> not often two in the same match. <laughs> oh. But, uh, yeah, I I pulled Traumatize, and... You'd think, like, Traumatize, Archaeomancer, Targeting Traumatize, Traumatize would be pretty reasonable. It's a little slow. Yes. Because Traumatize is so expensive. Five drop. Yeah. Um, I would. I had enough removal. I had some Essence Scatters and enough things to, you know, little bitty flyers to keep them busy. But really, it was just, they just put another creature out, and I don't actually end up killing it. I can just kind of chump for a little while. So it's, like, slowly just bleeding me out. And I... I think one of the games, the games I won were just so, like, frustrating, agonizingly slow. It's like I get the, uh, what's the artifact, the four drop that pay three and ping your opponent or a creature? A rod of ruin. Yeah, <laughs> I was like rod of ruining people down. So when that's happening, it's not a good thing. Not really, no. If next round goes as poorly as round one, I think for round three I'm going to rebuild into four color slivers. Because... <laughs> I don't got two slivers. See, I got seven. You get two slivers total? Two. Seven's nice. I, I feel I like seven is almost enough to go for slivers. I got five total. I think that pulls you in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The lifelink worked. I got the lifelink worked. Great. Works. With the toughness. So, I know yesterday I pulled the, uh, <laughs> what's the red, the, the red sliver? The, the uh, Hell Rider yeah, sliver? The Thorncaster. All, yeah, whenever you're... Whatever his name is. The, the yeah. one that gives haste. No, oh, the one well, whenever they attack. Right. Oh, that they, one. Yeah. But I didn't have... I think he was my only sliver. So... Oh, but I did pull a mythic. Hey. It's the Ring of Three Wishes. Oh. <laughs> I got a Primeval Bounty and a, I got a Jace. Like my first rare. I opened it up as a Jace. I was like, oh, I'm going, Mill. I, I can't help but terrible. notice that your deck is green-red. <laughs> my blue had like two time ebbs, a Cancel and a Gate, and a Essence Scatter, and like two flyers. And that was all my blue. Let's see what Chivos I can mark off. I don't want to care toward for a Jace. What's wrong with you? Just for the game. Just for the game. <laughs> Okay, I have a deck where half of them are green. Oh, are you doing the I have a deck card? where half of them are blue. <laughs> well, you got those with one deck. And you have half a deck three is green, half a deck is green. Hey, I did control three or more flying creatures briefly. Well, while Clues fills out his achievement card, we're going to stop recording to conserve space. So I guess we'll hear from Mike after at his. some point. All right, round one's over. 
Mike, like over, over. We're in turns. Mike just came over. Mike, what happened? Um, uh, I won. So I'm playing red green with a lot of creature dudes, and he was playing red white with a lot of creature dudes. <laughs> And he had some life gain in there too. Um, did he have out that angelic accord or, or whatever? Did he have out that enchantment that gets you angels when you gain life? Or okay, I thought I saw that earlier. No, no. But what he did have was Stonehorn Chanter, and in the first game, that's what completely turned the game around for him. Like he was down to eight or six or something like that. But then he got the Chanter up and running. And at the time I couldn't, yeah. At the time I couldn't make a block that wouldn't like wipe my whole board and screw me up in later turns. So I think I let the, that chanter go one turn too many before I started trying to do something about it. But by then it was too late, and, and he was all the way back up at 22 um, by the time he beat me. But um, the second and third games, it was rough. There was a whole lot of back and forth. Like the first game took about. How much time does the round start with? 50. 50 minutes. Okay, then the first game took half an hour. True. <laughs> yeah. But thankfully, games two and three only took um, about uh, five minutes <laughs> each or so. And you won those two? Yeah, because I was able to just run him over and get my removal in the right order and like not have him gain a, a ton of life. I like that with game three, what he did with the ratchet bomb. Yeah. In, in game three, um, he popped ratchet bomb for three to kill one of my creatures. But he wasn't paying attention that it also killed his staff. Whoops. Yeah, so it killed his staff. Unfortunately for him. Because that probably would, the extra one or two points of life probably would have mattered in the end. Um, it probably would have been more like three or four. Oh yeah, because he was also playing spells, right. So yeah. You were drawing that, pretty nice too. You had, you, I, I was watching Mike, he's got two creatures out. And he draws in successive turns enlarge, which he just holds on to until the end. Yeah, the reason I didn't play the reason I didn't play enlarge was because, it, especially after he used the banisher to take Briar Pack Alpha, I didn't play enlarge on the Goblin Shortcutter because I didn't want to go enlarge. And he's like shocked. I'm like, damn it. Well, no, but I like what he did. He's got the, the other guy's got a banisher priest locking down his Briar Pack Alpha, yeah. so he goes Chandra's outrage. Kill his guy, deal him some damage, get his guy back, and pump his goblin shortcutter for the swing back. The guy almost conceded on the spot. Yeah, because because he thought I don't know because he thought the alpha was still a five five or that it could attack or something. He, and and he said he said game, but I kept talking. I didn't want him to just do that. I kept on talking, blah blah blah, like I was still doing my turn and explaining him what was going on. No, I just mean that you you drew enlarge and then you drew Shonda's outrage and then you drew hunt the weak. And I'm like, wow, that's that's pretty nice there, Mike. I got a lot of removal. I noticed. I <laughs> I got a lot of good creatures too. I got two spore mounds. Me too. I have I have two briar pack alphas. Um, I, a bunch of good stuff. In in the game I lost, I actually got to play a, a vastwood hydra with nine counters on him, but I still lost because he had other stuff going. Oh, by the way, oh, I got to play devout invocation in the first game that I lost, and I got three angels. Damn it! But I still lost. That is this game. Yeah, dude, dude. Where'd Brian go? He walked away. Oh, well. We'll talk about that later then. Well, screw it. We were told earlier that the record for number of counters on the Hydra uh-huh. is 64. Because somebody had it out with the Stronic Resonator. Oh, with the Res... Oh, with the Colonian Hydra. I don't know. Okay. I probably just said the Hydra. I had the Yeah, the one that doubles or adds yeah. four or whatever. I yeah, that's the Colonian Hydra. Okay, yeah. Oh, well. So we should go get pairings and go sit down then, I guess. Oh, yeah? Hey, Tricky! What's up, man? 
It is your name, right? All right. Thanks, Brian. Um, so it is the end of round two for some of us. Uh, Chewie is still in the middle of a heated round with <laughs> with four minutes left to go. They're just starting game three. That's awful. But um, so we have here me and Brian and AJ. Brian, how'd you do? <laughs> I won. I can't help it. I won. Um, I played against Emily. She was very nice. She was playing a uh, blue-black Demir deck. And I got out early Mutavolts both games and started going to town. I explained the interaction between Mutavolt and Advocate of the Beast, which is awesome. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, the first game she was kind of mana-screwed, and the second game she was not as mana-screwed, but I was still able to capitalize. And then we played another game for fun, and I beat her then, and that was cool. She was really nice to play against, and I didn't feel as frustrated, but, hey, I was winning. I just found my dang score pad. It was in my pocket the whole time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, indeed. AJ, how'd you do? I defied statistical odds, according to Mike. Uh, yeah, I listen. I don't get how he does this. Listen. So the first round, I, I kept thinking I was drawn to me land, so I went from 17 to 16, which is the, the lowest you probably should, according to conventional wisdom. So in the first game, I managed to draw 10 of the 16 before I died. Um, just he got a blood baron out and just kept stacking creatures. I could never top it. So I decided to take out. Oh yeah, I said, you know, okay, seriously, this is enough. I'm 16 lands. I took out the mill because I thought that might slow me down. And thankfully, I managed to hold him off with a master diversion. He got mana screwed. Okay, good. Third game, I drew 14 of the 16 lands in my deck and still had 14 cards in my library. <laughs> So it got to the point near the end where I'm just drawing a card, cursing, and putting it down. Um, Which is the appropriate response. I, I managed to hold him off pretty well until he dropped an Archangel of Thune, and then I managed to get a Banisher Priest, but he'd already pumped his guys one time. And then he dropped a Cursed Spirit with a Fire Shrieker, and uh, I, without black creatures, I was pretty much done. So, yeah. Wow. Golly. Um yeah, this this happens to AJ all the time when we're playing sealed events. Like we'll ask him later, like AJ, man, man, I'm getting mana flooded. This is awful. Like how many lands do you have in your deck? Oh, I don't know, like fourteen. What? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. I used to run fourteen and fifteen because that was still happening to me then. Yeah, and so yeah, I don't get it. Um, I think he once told me you were running twelve lands. I probably have, and that was like just the right amount for you. I don't think you should do it though. How do you do, Mike? Um, I, I won my round. Uh, 2-0. Played against Brendan. He was playing white and green. Uh, and his, his deck's pretty good. He had a bunch of guys. Um, this is my, this is my, you know, so two rounds in a row I've had an opponent who was able to get a planar cleansing on me. And that wasn't pleasant. Um, but thankfully I was able to, to, uh, keep the pressure up. I really like my Marauding Mallhorn. Um, I really, really like, uh, the splash that I did. I, I splashed one white card. The, uh, the devout invocation, I think I talked about it at the end of last round. And because I have, um, because I got a lay of the land and a, a verdant, um, oh, that, that enchantment that was reprinted from Ravnica. What's it called? Verdant. See, the what? The enchantment that was printed from Ravnica, the verdant thing, the land Verdant, verdant Haven? Verdant Haven, yeah. Uh, you know, I just have, you know, lay of the land and that and one planes and that's enough for me for when I draw the invocation. 
that's cool. But um, I, my deck feels really good. I'm, I'm very happy about it. Cool. I got good removal. I got good creatures. It's great. I've seen a lot of green today. Like a lot of green. Yeah, the green green is really good. It's, it's very good in M14. And Chewie is... Uh, they're calling time for the round, so they are beginning turns. It looks like it is... It looks like it is Chewie's turn. And he's holding a Shivan Dragon in his hand. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so we'll, uh, we'll come back after we get the other stuff sorted out. Alright. So I played against Kiron. This is his first event. He's been playing Magic forever, but it's his first event. And, uh, he... And our first game, our first game was kind of slow because it's his first event. He's been playing Magic forever, but he isn't quite up on how all this works. And so he, uh, I think he won. Did he win that one? I guess that's kind of why. Yep, yep, he won that one. He had flyers. Oh, he pacified my spider. I was like holding an active treason and another dude and I had a giant spider. And I was like, like two more turns, I got this. And he goes, pacify your dude, take you to one. I was like, I guess, I guess you win, cause he had two flyers. And then, the next game is the one that actually took forever, cause there was a lot of back and forth. And, I don't even remember anything that happened, I just remember there was a lot of back and forth. With dudes, he was playing, what was he playing, what colors? He was playing white, white green. Yeah, yeah, he was playing Selesnia. And we just went back and forth and back and forth until my, like, oh he put a, a troll hide on a Suntel Hawk. And just wrecked my whole life. Yeah, because I'm like, Shivan Dragon, all that does is stop him from attacking, because I can't get through a stupid Suntail Hawk. But uh, eventually I managed to win, eventually. And then we did a, a quick fire game three. We started with three minutes to go. Would have had an extra minute, but when he put his deck down, I saw there was one card that was upside down. And he went, oh, and he flipped it over, shuffled again. Started with three minutes to go. I was like, aggro, 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 I'm going to win, I'm going to win, I'm going to win. Like, you saw what was out there. It was ridiculous. I had a turn two Tusker. A turn three, that red dude who has intimidated and lets me loot. And I was dropping, I dropped a Verdant Haven and drew a, a dude. I had a Battle Sliver. I had a Mana Weft Sliver. I'm like, ah! And he dropped a stupid Dawn Strike Paladin and then used it to hunt the weak to get rid of my red guy. So now it has Vigilance, Lifelink, and three power. And there's, there's nothing... I, my aggro didn't matter. Like, I dropped a Shivan Dragon, and I'm like, swing for 14, and he's like, okay. I'm like, <laughs> So, yeah, it was that, it was the plus one, plus one counter, because that would have been game. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, Hunt the Week, one killed me that game. Or didn't kill me, I just didn't win. I ended up at a draw. So now I'm 0-1-1, and I suck. Oh, well. If I if I hadn't been able to play it in in duels first, I wouldn't realize how good it is. But when I saw it in my pool, I'm like, yeah. yeah. And I haven't played duels, but I knew. Like I remember the the fight spell is really good, and the plus one plus one counter, and then a fight spell. That's just not fair. Good thing it costs. What does it cost? Four. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. But the kicker was he had the life. Yeah, the life link guy. Oh yeah, yeah. It was that extra life gain. And then the plus one, plus one counter over the next, I think, three times that he gained life. So that extra, I guess, five or six life. Eh. But I think with your board state, I mean, with the resolve 
dragon and the fire breathing. I think you probably you didn't have any flyers. No, I think you were probably going to get. If you had like two minutes, I think you had them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did, but it didn't matter because I didn't get it. Uh, <laughs> oh well, but it was fun. He's a cool guy. I like him. Ray came over to cheer me on. Failed miserably. Damn it, Ray. <laughs> Bad luck charm. <laughs> Where did? I wonder how Clues did. I don't really care how Clues did. He didn't come see me. He's all here with his boys and home turf and whatnot. And it's time for his visitors. It's too bad he doesn't listen to the show because this would be pretty funny. Oh well. So I tried to rapid fire that, hoping that a round was about to start, and now we're still standing here. So how y'all doing? Everybody good? Yeah. AJ lost. Mike. Mike won. Brian won. Ray's not playing. You guys know this already. I don't care. I'm going over for my own good. Uh, there's some tabletop guys over there. I'm gonna go buy some dice real quick. When you're next, yeah, already, when my, when you're next to you get back. I already described my game sport. Yeah. Any, any further will be will make you have to bleep a whole lot out. Oh word. Okay. Well, hang on. Let me stop the recording. <laughs> I feel free to curse. So round three just ended. Or is I, in the process of ending. Or is in the process. Well, for us, it's ended. I, I actually won one. So I'm 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 one 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 now. I played against Cody, who had blue white with all the tricks in the universe, dude. It was sick. There were like four times I was like, I got this game. And he's like, no, you don't. Oh. Like, in the first the first game, he played a Jace. He's like, mill 10. And I went, okay. And they milled past my, my um, like, all my slivers and my Shivan Dragon and my Primeval Bounty. And I was like, mm. and And then I happened to have the Act of Treason to steal his uh, uh, Master of Diversion and tap his wall of swords so that he didn't have enough lockers to not die. But I had seven cards left in my library, so I was dead. So that was awesome. And then in game two, we uh, that was the trickster game. I was like, ha! And he goes, nope, I had a turn five primeval bounty. Yeah. And I'm like, here's a beast, and here's a, a shivin' embrace on a beast. And he's like, time ab. I was like, damn it. And I was like, here's a big spider, and I'm going to... Put three plus one plus one counters on the big spider. He's like, okay, claustrophobia. I was like, <laughs> and I was like, swing with my dragon into your wall of swords so that I can kill you with the dragon next turn. He's like, fortify the wall of swords. I was like, no. It was it was pretty funny. It does make sense to fortify a wall of swords. It, it really does. does. Yeah. So I so I won. I'm I'm, I'm one one one. How about you, clues? I am uh, one in two. This round went pretty well. Uh, I drew better than she did. He's gesturing a lot, which doesn't show up on the recorder. But you, you know, you do podcasts. Yeah, I, I just, gesture all I the time just, when I podcast. Yeah. Okay, I do too. Absolutely, we need to get you see I gesture with my feet. Here comes Mike. Where's Mike? Yay, Mike. So how'd you do? Oh, I didn't mean to cut into Clues' time. Oh no, well, I mean really, I just I just drew better than she did. It's it's what it came down to. The clues isn't even on the show. I have so. more creatures than than my opponent. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna edit Clues out of this actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that's a lie. I don't edit. Well, in that case, the Manipul's the greatest show ever. Edit that out. I probably will have to now because expectations. Bye, Clues. So, so how'd you do? I won. I played against a blue-white deck that had lots of tricks and lots of counter spells. Awesome. Game game one was, you know, he's, he hits me with a Suntail Hot Hawk. He adds a uh, Master of Diversion to it. I'm playing some guys. I play the Hydra. It gets pacified. I play another guy. It's claustrophobia. You know, that the whole song and dance. And I'm like, okay. I'm looking at the board. He doesn't have any blockers. I've got the um, predatory sliver out and a mutable and he's at 10 
Okay. You wake up my Mutavolt. Swing. Goes to five. Tap my remaining lands. Point of volcanic uh, eruption. Volcanic geyser at him. He had already negated something. And I said, do you have another negate? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, so we're done then. Because he was going to kill me on the swing back. I was at one. Oh. Uh, I was going to... um Earlier, I had tried to pacify his master of diversion to buy me more time, and that didn't. That was the first negate. Oh, okay. <coughs> Game two. I'm like, oh well. Um, I get off to a pretty good start, and Mutavolt is great because it's a beast, it's a sliver, it's a salad dressing. Um, <laughs> it's a floor wax. It is a floor wax and a dessert topping, and it makes julienne fries. Thousands of them. <laughs> and honestly, I'm thinking back. I really don't remember a whole lot about the second game, except I just kind of went to town. And I'm gesturing now, like clues. <laughs> and and we're getting ready to start the third game. I'm looking at my opening hand. I'm like, I've got a plains and a mountain and green cards. And I'm like, I, I I had a um, in my hand. I had a deadly recluse and a root wallace. So I'm like, if I get a forest, I'm okay. His tempo hasn't been too great. I keep it. He mulligans down to six, and he's on the play. So I'm like, all right, I've got another chance. And I don't draw the forest right away. I draw another mountain. I'm like, Kasabe. but I managed to uh, use a shock to burn his um, banalish knight and. After it was in the graveyard and I untapped it and it was my turn, he said, oh, wait, can I take that back? I said, well, uh, it's a little late at this point. So I immediately know he's got the path of whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because he played one in the previous game. So I'm, I'm thinking he's got that. <clears throat> I managed to land a forest and everything just starts going better for me. I play my Advocate of the Beast. Um... He gets out of Train Condor, but we're still going along okay. I land the Hydra, which is awesome. And I attacked, and it became an 8-8. And then I, I started just... Once I got out of Darksteel Ingot and another forest, I'm just dropping my hand. And I'm like, play play my Colonial, Colonial Tusker, play my uh, 4-4 Elemental, and I'm just playing everything. And meanwhile, I'm swinging. At one point... While the uh, Hydra is a 16-16, he taps four lands, and he tries to put domestication on it. And I said... It works. It's not for I, I And I said, all right, it's a pre-release. Yeah, yeah. It's also the only card in his hand. I know he's not doesn't have any other tricks. I'm like, okay... If you take this, you're getting it back. Well, and the other thing was it had just attacked, so he was trying to untap it. I said it does not untap oh, it. Okay. He's like, oh, so he took my giant spider, and then he was going to attack with. It. I said it doesn't, it doesn't attack. Work that way. He's yeah. like, oh, okay. So he attacked with his condor, and I swung with my huge, huge hydra and one. So, like you do, like I do. Yeah. So yep. So I'm two and one. The key takeaway here is that domestication and active treason are not the same card. No. And I was holding... No, I was not holding an active treason. No. I usually end the game holding an active treason. I wonder if it's just not as good as I want it to be. I don't know. It won me a game over there. <coughs> so, yes. Okay. So, Mike. Um, I lost. 0-2. I completely threw away the first game with a boneheaded mulligan decision. I had... um. 
I had forest in my hand were Forest Mountain, Verdant Haven, and all the four drops a reasonable person could ask for. And I kept it because that looks good. And I drew no land. That's not boneheaded. That's just bad luck. And 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 my life total goes twenty, seventeen, one. What the hell? Because one of the creatures he played on his fifth turn was the ogre battle driver. So on his so his next swing was for when he played another guy was for sixteen damage. <laughs> Boom. So let's talk about game two. Game two was more fair. Um, he, uh, he he had a red green deck a lot like mine, um, you know, with different stuff of course. And he had a he had a couple dragon hatchlings which helped him get past me. But um, in game two, I drew a few more lands than I would have cared for, um, and none of them uh, were mountains. So I only ever had one red available to me because of a verdant haven. So um, so when I got Chandra's uh, outrage at the last minute that would have let me kill the spider that was going to kill me and hang on for a few more turns because of what had been going on, I couldn't do anything with it. Yeah. I got a dragon league. I'm not playing it, though. It's probably better that way. You're playing red? I'm in red. Weird. I'm just more aggressive than that. Okay. This last round, it wouldn't have helped at all. Everything flew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is the best game of yeah. dumb tennis ever. AJ is still playing. AJ is still playing. I heard something about declare attack. Well, there's two minutes left in the round, so I heard something like you got six minutes to oh, try to make game three he's happen. Got the life gain anthem. His opponent has the life gain anthem now. Oh, Maybe great. That's why. Um, red green aggro. So. Huh. I guess. I guess we're done then. We'll check back in with AJ when he's done. And Bill sent me a message that he's on the way. So Bill will be here soon. All right. And yay, magic. So what are you? Two and one. What are you? Two and one. And I'm one, one, one. Okay, cool. Okay. Okay, uh, so. No, because the, the pair next to, to me last round was uh, oh, one, one. So somebody had to win. So AJ. Yes. I hear you drew. Triple yes. air servants. One, one, and one. Yep. With a flying deck, when he has three air servants out, I'm pretty much locked down. Wow, that's oh oh <laughs> yeah. The rest you didn't lose. Um, do it. No offense. <laughs> Three year servants against a fly, against a flying deck. You know. Yeah, actually, people, I, I was on a I was on a losing <laughs> downfall by the end. Like if they had kept the way it was, I would have lost. So thank goodness for turns. Yeah. Oh okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but no, the again the thing that's interesting to note. Two of the uh, three games, and flood. eleven land by the end of the game. How do you do that with only sixteen in the freaking ticket? What the hell, dude? No idea. No so idea what's good at this game or bad at this game. <laughs> because this is the same thing. You remember how AJ? You remember how AJ used to build like. 13 land decks in the pre-release and never get mana flooded ever. Yes, so when he builds 16, he gets, I mean, never gets screwed. So when he builds 16, he gets flooded. Oh, yeah. You just need to run... I'm going to take one out before <laughs> you and I play. You just need to run 16 lands and 24 Bindlasher Kutsus and you'll just, you'll just, just, just get there. Get right. Ah. Yes, very frustrating. Oh, well. I'll just... 
keep playing until my wife comes to me. Yeah. Well, as I say, if we win one more, we'll get three packs. There's only one more round. Yeah, there's only one more round. As I said, if we win one more, we'll get three packs. Oh, I think right. it's three for two one one. Three packs. Oh, okay. So we're still in it. Awesome. You, you need you need at least one more win to get anything. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Mike right, and I so are getting at least eight. So more later. All right. So um, it's the end of round four for some of us, two of us. Yes. Eight of us. Yes. Hey, I'm Brian. I'm the lead rambler. Wait a minute. It's after round four. You know that already. Um, so I won my last round. My opponent uh, was a very nice guy, Adam. And uh, he said, hey, do you want to split and just play for fun? I was like, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm kind of riding the crest. So <laughs> we got going. And game one, we're just both kind of jamming threats. And I, I make the Hydra stick. And he's like, oh, and I start swinging with it in Muta Vault, and I play a Goblin Shortcutter, and that's all it took. At the very last turn, he played an Elite Arcanist with a Silence under it. Uh. And he's like, yeah, and then during your turn, I'll, oh wait, it has Summoning Sickness. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm going to attack and kill you anyway, so, okay. And then the second game... um, I kept a risky hand with a Mutavolt and two mountains and some green stuff and some burn. Uh, and I drew in, I played the Mutavolt, started attacking, uh, drew into a, uh, Darksteel Ingot, started playing my stuff, did not draw a forest the entire game. Or planes, for that matter. I won pretty, I, wow. I, Mutavolt, play, uh, Play Advocate of the Beast. He bounces the Advocate of the Beast back to my hand. I replay it. I start growing my Muta Vault because it's a beast. And eventually, I'm just I play Shortcutter. I swing. I play other guys. I start. I swing. I mean, it's, and then at, at the beginning of my last turn, when I was probably going to win anyway, he was like, at the beginning of your upkeep, I cast Silence, and then I said, in response, I play Volcanic Fallout. Not a volcanic geyser for more than your life right. total. So yay, I won. Awesome. He was a good. It was a good sport about it too. So it was fun. Okay, good. Um, I lost. <coughs> I was playing a Iden. He had a white blue deck, and his his one loss today he told me was to the guy who had the fifteen sliver deck. So I'm not surprised that was the only person I hadn't lost to because <laughs> his deck was really good. It was white and blue and had a bunch of flyers, and he also had a colossal whale. And um, I got one of those. He also had a, a, a haunted, um, haunted, what's it called? Haunted, plate haunted mail. mail. Yeah, haunted plate mail, which was what won him <laughs> um, the first game. Because wow, plus four, plus four, wow! Especially with all his flyers. Um, game two was game two was all me. It was all creature guy, creature guy, creature guy. Attack, 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 pump. Screw you, you're dead. You know, that was what my deck is supposed to do and has been doing during most of the day. Um, game three, I should have learned my lesson from the previous round and not looked at my opening hand and trusted something to happen. Because I had, what I had was uh, four lands, my two mana elves, and my one um, first strike sliver guy. So I had four lands and three one drops. And two of those one drops were mana elves, so I'm like, I'm going to draw something and be able to play it no problem. No problem. On my next turn, I drew a Colonian Tusker. Promptly got pacifismed. And um, on the turn before I died, 
I drew another non-land card. It was a lightning talent. But in the middle, land, 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 <coughs> land, land, land. And he got flyers, and he got the whale, and he blew and he blew out, and, it, and he and he got wall of frost, and couldn't do anything about it. So, so that was the end of our match, and he got five packs, and I got one. But at least I got some. Are you gonna open it? Yeah, you open I'm gonna it? open it. On yeah. the pack? I'll hold, hold that steady so it doesn't fall over and create a horrible noise. All right. Let's see. I didn't even know that was in the set until people started playing it against me. Yeah, I had one in my deck that I never drew. I would have liked to. Trollhide. That's Trollhide. Trollhide. Naturalize. Oh, I would have liked to naturalize. I would have loved to naturalize. Enjoy <laughs> Claw, Blood Baron, Messenger Drake, Hunt the Weak. That's not a Blood Baron. Blood Baron. Oh, Baron. Baron. Okay. Burn. Burn. I have two Hunt the Weak in my deck. It's I would awesome. love to Hunt the Weak. Uh, Show of Valor, Siege Mastodon, Griffin Sentinel, Tome Scour, Wall of Swords, Volcanic Geyser. Awesome. Hell of the Night Pack. I did not play the Hell of the Night Pack that I opened. You did not? No. I didn't get one. Maybe I should have just because of all the land. <laughs> True, but whatever. Chandra's Phoenix. There awesome. you go. And I got an advertisement. Okay. So you can put that in your uh, blue, white, red hexproof thing. I don't think that works. You don't want to put a Rancor on a Chandra's Phoenix? Uh, no, <laughs> That's because. Free. Yeah, thanks, Brian. <laughs> You yeah. don't want to put an ethereal armor on a Chandra's Phoenix. Uh, I could, but the only way to regrow the Phoenix is Boros Charm, and that's just too... Oh, okay. Well, then you can trade it to me. I could. Okay. All right, that's it. Should I open a pack on the air? Uh, Listeners can't I vote. I want to. Do whatever. Who's that? Oh, my God, guys, I've been trapping this whale all day. You won't even know, man. Hi, Jonah. How are you? Well, I was in there with Pinocchio. It was crazy. I, I lit Pinocchio on fire, and that's how I got out. It's cool, right? It's cool. This is the now canon ending. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's Bill. I wasn't at this pre-release, but I'm here anyway for friendship. Um, I went to a different pre-release this morning to help one of my friend, my local store friends hit his 32 so that he can continue to have products for a year. What colors did you play? America. Good. Any slivers? Yes. Seven. Um, yeah, I, I, the blue was there for the flying sliver, but I was also rocking the... Oh, you got the flying sliver? Yeah, well, I, I got essentially a sliver deck in my sealed pool, but unfortunately I, the fixing was terrible, so I didn't get to go full five-color sliver. But I had the um, the flying sliver I played. I also played the... I had double vigilant slivers. Uh-huh. I had um, the spell that makes two slivers in white. I had the double strike sliver. I had the plus two, plus oh red sliver. And so that was the strategy with, you know, red, white, blue slivers. Um, and so I ran with those. I did have the giant whale, which is why I've been trapped all day. I didn't really run it because I was splashing blue, except in one game where my opponent was running the... I, everything I have is giant and is going to outclass your little slivers. So I went up to 18 lands and dumped that one in there and actually hit it. So it was pretty <laughs> disgusting. Um but yeah, I ran a bunch of other color or a bunch of other cards. Um, I had the black sliver in my sideboard. I did not splash for lifelink sliver, but it was fun to see it there. And the only green sliver I had was one of the plus one plus one ones, but all the rest of my green was terrible, so I didn't even try. Um, but no, I ran through with slivers. Some of my games were just straight up turn five, you're dead to like 15 damage in the air. Most of them were just bad mana because the fixing and the format is very lacking. Um, but overall, I had a bunch of fun with yeah, you that. You, you just can't do it if you're not playing green. No, it, the only reason I made it as far as I did was because I I went up to 18 lands, like I said. 
Um, and I did have one copy of the Dark Seal. Dark Seal Ingot. Yeah, the Ingot. That makes life a lot easier. You don't like taking the tempo hit in your aggro deck, but it, it lets you cast your things, you do it. Um, I also had a copy of the the two mana, I don't remember its name, but it's the one that makes creatures come in tapped on your opponent's side, oh, yeah. which is really good in a sliver deck because then you're beating a turn faster. Imposing Sovereign? Yes. Yeah. And the Imposing Sovereign was very imposing on my opponent's decks. Um, so I had that. I did get blanked, like my entire deck was blanked one round against the angel that prevents damage to itself. Because, as it turns out, there are like two spells in red that can deal three damage. So all these shocks and whatnot you have are pretty useless against it. Um, I couldn't do much of anything about it. Overall, I went three and two, and at the store I was playing at, that meant I got two packs. One of them has Chandra in it to tease me for the, all the bad mouthing I did last week. Um, so I don't know what I'm going to do with that. I'll trade it for me. I call it for Hey. Are you guys fighting over Chandra yes. again? Like every day? <laughs> You're a married man, Brian. Just saying. Mike? You like fire, right, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Mike likes fire, so we'll see what happens. But suffice to say, so I opened the, the Chandra in my prize pack, and that was kind of neat. Um, my overall impressions on this set are that it is a lower power set compared to what we've been used to lately. Mind you, I'm coming off of Modern Masters and Ravnica Block, so these creatures are much lower power creatures. A lot of the big things, are just there isn't really any super bomby card that I could see out of everything. I mean, the, the Hydras are pretty good. Yeah. Um... Jace is still a bomb if you drop him because he just mills him out in two or three turns and that's that. Other than that, I can't think of too much that was excessively oppressive. I saw a lot of people like building their super robot enchantment decks. Um, I didn't really mind them doing that because I pacified them and helped with the enchantment count. But overall, I, it's an interesting format. I'm probably not going to play it as much as the others, but I'll certainly do launch parties and other limited opportunities for a bit. Slivers are crazy when they work and depressing when they don't. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back in a little bit to hear from AJ and Chewy. Chewy's laughing a lot. Maybe that means it's going well for him. You'll have to find out later, like, when we come back. So, game round, what was that, four, right? Yeah, because we're done. Round four just ended. I played against Andrew, who is a Monday Night Magic listener. That was cool. He was like, Chewy, like... Like the yeah, that's that's me. And he and so guys, guys, the first game he was like slivers, 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 liver dead. And I was like, bah! It was awful. He just he beat me. It was bad. He just well earlier went sliver, 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 and I went claustrophobia, claustrophobia, pessimism, pessimism. Oh damn it, that's funny. <laughs> and then in the second game, I got primeval bounty out on turn six, seven, whatever, and just. This outlasted him, because that's what that, that deck does. And then, then I felt bad the third game, he was like, he had a, a Plains and a Mountain, a Striking Sliver, and then all the three drops, as you put it, a reasonable person could hope for. Because he showed me after his, after the game, and nope, he didn't draw a third land at all. He, he needed a forest, and he would have been okay with anything. That Hydra looks like the exact same art, but just tinted rare. It kind of does, doesn't it? Yeah. So Brian's in the process of trading his Colonial Hydra, so I'm gonna walk away. But um, yeah, so I ended up two one one. I got three packs. Hey, look, three packs! Yay! Take what's yours. And I don't know how the other guys did, but I'm sure they told you already. So 
AJ is in the process of playing his last game. Third game, yep. So we will be back. I'm going to go see how Clues did. Where the hell is Clues? Anybody seen Clues? How the hell did I lose Clues? Oh, well. So that's that. I'm going to go track down this sliver guy and see if I can get him to tell us about his deck. So the tournament is over, and, but I'm standing here with a guy who had, like, the best deck ever. Or at least it looked like the best. It looked like the most ridiculous deck ever. And I don't know, and I didn't lose the game. But, well, there you go. Yeah, it, it went out pretty well. Then I want you to tell my thousands of listeners across the world All right. what was in your deck. Who are you first? Oh, Michael. Right. This, this is Michael. Yeah. So what, what was in your deck? Uh, I ended up going three color with uh, 15 slivers. 18 creatures, 15 slivers, three brindle boars for balance. So it uh, went pretty strong. I actually curved out from one to seven. What the hell? <laughs> so which, which slivers did you have? Uh, first strike into vigilance into two one ones or the zero one depending on how it went. I had two of the make two one ones. I had the give everyone plus two plus zero, the hell rider one, the trample one. It was a really good time. Wow. Yeah. Like I think uh, yeah, but, uh, you threw down your deck. I don't think we actually opened next to each other. I think you rolled up next to. I got yeah. I moved over and talked to Steve afterwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you you threw down all those slivers and my jaw hit the floor. Like not the table. No, it's cool. The floor. <laughs> I was I surprised. To, uh, I was like, I have to track this guy down, find out how he did, and tell the world. My goal was in any of these releases. I played one last night. I opened four slivers. I couldn't play any of them. It didn't work. The only thing, the only thing I wanted to do. The first pack I opened uh, uncommon, two common, and a rare sliver. So it gave me a shot. It gave me the shot at it. Nice. Well, I'm sorry because I had the mana fix sliver. That was the other one. Oh yeah. I had the mana yeah. fix sliver. And, important. Well, I opened the Mana Fix Sliver, the Hell Rider Sliver, and the Stirrings, and the Vigilant one in the first pack. So, if it worked, I was going three colors. <laughs> so, it worked out. I, and I cut out, I cut out a lot of quality cards just to go slivers. And I'm super happy with the, how it yeah. went, yeah. yeah. With that many slivers, everyone becomes quality cards, so. Yeah, it just, it, I mean, it worked out really well there. It, I had no dead, I, I had literally no dead hands. Uh, I mulled to five on the draw twice and hit curve. Wow. So, I mean, <laughs> I, it, it's that, it, it was that strong. That's like, awesome. and if I missed the one drop, if I hit the two drop, then it just, it went off. So, on my last round, the guy chose not to ID. We played, and uh, you saw, turn five, I had nine creatures on the board. Yeah, it was pretty gross. Yeah. It went first strike, mana, into the 3-3, three, three, into two more 3-3s, three, tapped the rest for the all three, and I swung for 22. So, yeah, it's deck just... was just mean. Yeah, yeah. What about yeah, the, uh, it was brutal. I love it. When you ended up... Uh, for the draw at the very end, with the two—that's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, at yeah. the draw, he didn't want to. Uh, he, he wasn't. He wasn't particularly interested. So, no, it, it, it works. And if you're listening and you can get it to work, if you can get enough, it's super effective. Do not be scared of three color. What do you think the uh, the lowest amount of slivers you need to have to call you in? I never got more than six or seven on the board. With if you're playing 17 land, the curve out is not. It's not difficult, and I, I play. Actually, I'm a bad player. I played 16 land. Uh, yeah, I, fine. I played. I played 16 land. Shame. Shame. I played 16 land. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, you know, all the the pro guys will tell you 17 or 18 or whatever. But 16 worked out. 16 also worked had out really six well. bits of ramp. So I think. Yeah. 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 But I mean, 
in your sealed pool, how many slivers do you think you need to have? Eight. Eight slivers yeah. is kind of the minimum. If you can, if you can, if you have eight, and if you have, if, if any shot, if you have six six slivers, and if you happen to hit two hive stirrings, there's no reason not to play. That is double digit slivers with a lot of sick effects and low cost. If even if you even if you slow down, you should have such a board presence that their one, four, and five drop, you can just push through. That's what I ended up doing a lot. They would play a one big guy and go, okay, you can't do anything. I'll go, well, I'll attack with seven guys. Yeah. So you block what you got to do. I'll lose a guy a turn, and we'll keep yeah. moving. You really put them in that position where they have to really. They might be attacking for a while, but then once you're with the slivers buffing each other, they're like, oh, I have to stop attacking and well, ping your guys off. Additionally, I do have to admit, though, I, I did have a ratchet bomb as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, so any stalls got removed. Uh, basically, if I, if I two-turn drop the ratchet bomb, I would go to four because four was my play. And there was almost like, one card in the deck to hit it. <laughs> almost everybody else's four was Super crowded. Three and four was their stop. Four yeah. was their crowd. My they, four was pretty pretty uh, awesome. On more than one occasion, I got three for ones. So, and I don't understand why they kept playing. Well, especially because when you consider there's, yeah, there's a lot of especially the, the double strike sliver is a four four or excuse me is a four drop. Yeah. A couple of the other really big kind of semi bomby ones are in the four drop. Well, in the last round, I actually played a sliver mirror match, and he had seven slivers. But he had he also had the Hellrider sliver, but he also had the double strike sliver, and he unfortunately he never got either one under the board. But he only had he said he only had six slivers total in the deck. He he thought it was higher, you know, it just didn't work out as well. So did no hive stirrings. But apparently, still with the limited amount, I mean, he still he said he uh, hadn't lost a game all the way up. I saw he had a couple yeah. of burns, some red in there to. Mine? Even his, 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 his was, yeah, he had a lot of burn. He, he balanced it. But he only, his problem was, and I, I looked at the deck afterwards, he only played 10 creatures. Ah, yeah, that's right. That, I mean, no matter what, how much burn you have, 10 creatures is just not enough to push it. Yeah. Like, I, I had the, the mana sliver, and then all the rest of my slivers were at the top end. I had two of the plus two plus oh and the one trample. So I wasn't playing slivers, but if I happened to get the plus two plus oh out while I had a mana sliver, suddenly I've got, it's like playing two dudes at once. So it was, it was a nice supplement to what my deck was trying to do. It, it worked. Mine was nice to be aggressive because I would play the hive stirrings and the two o guy, and I would swing with four three ones. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason. There's day, almost day. there's <laughs> almost nothing that doesn't trade with it. And I'll take a I'll take a one one token, you know, for your air servant all the time. And that's what I kept killing. I kept getting air servants. <laughs> so I uh, seriously, I was like two air servants on the board. I'm like, all right, Chandra's outrage one. Attack with a bunch of three ones. Ah. See what happens. <laughs> but no, I, I I I have full intentions of trying modern slivers out or standard slivers. So I'm I'm gonna go. I don't know if I can do blue. I've looked at it. Yeah, I don't care if they fly. fly but that's all it offers. It offers nothing else. There's a whole lot of mana fixing yeah. in standard though. So like you could play all the colors or none of the colors, and you still just <laughs> yeah. get all the colors. So yeah, you, you can do whatever you like. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm gonna try it. We'll run it. Sweet. Well, thank you much. Yeah, sir. likewise, man. Appreciate you coming. C- congratulations on the ridiculous pool. That thank was, you, sir. That sounds awesome. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Yay! So AJ finished. And so what? What happened? Uh, actually, one. Um, it, we went went to game three. We went into overtime, and I won on turn five. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thankfully, I was able to lock down his two blockers with Frost Breath, and uh, <laughs> then I drew a time ebb, so in case he did play another one. 
Look at my notes real quick. Ah, game one. Sarah Angel, he did Hunt the Week on my Sarah Angel with his. And then he forgot that combat adds to the damage. So then he attacked with it. And I jumped with a Griffin Sentinel and killed it. I had an opponent do that too. It ends up being a two for two, which is fine. Game one, I had 11 lands by turn 13. <laughs> I'm guessing you lost game one. No. Oh, no. Flyers won it for me. I, I um, used the Banishing Priest to get rid of the Wall of Swords. That is a pain in the butt against Flyers. I, did you guys catch that Wall of Swords got reprinted? Yeah. I didn't see it until someone played one, and I went. <laughs> Especially my Flyer deck, because the, the Flyers are wimps. Yeah. Yeah. So, game two. <laughs> I knew that one, though. I missed Wall of Swords completely. Game two, I missed turn four, five, and six land drops. But I eventually had uh, 13 lands with nine cards left. So I somehow drew into a nice little stack of it. But he eventually overran me. And then, like I said, game three went into overtime. His flyers wore him down. But that was a hard-fought battle. Sweet. All right. So hey. I didn't win anything, but still fun. Work. Well, hey, Clues. You're not working. Stop that. Oh, because you're doing the next one. Oh, so I don't guess you want to tell me how you did then, do you? They can't hear you. <laughs> what? I did poorly. You did poorly? Yes, I went uh, one and three. I uh, won in round three. That was great. And then I decided to change my deck. I actually enjoyed the new deck that I built better. It was a three-color slivers deck. I only had seven slivers, but eh, what the heck. And uh, the last round, I uh, completely destroyed him game one. In game two, game two was fairly close. Game three, my deck decided, hey, you know that three-color deck? What if you just had planes? Sweet! Did it work? No, it did not oh, work. That's, I mean, my deck did succeed in giving me nothing but planes, oh, but... So that worked. That that made me dead. Well, that sucks. Eh. But now, it's okay. But now you're working. Now I'm working. We are getting ready so, for a 5 o'clock event, which you're sticking around for, right? No. You're lame. They, Dude, they've... Brian's got the wife and kid. He can't stay out that long. Okay. And we're all starving, so we have to go get food. I see. Yeah, food right. is important. I recommend El Rodeo. It's delicious. Brian doesn't want Mexican either. Well, I think we might eat Mexican anyway. I think you anyway. may just have to abandon Brian is yeah, it's, what I'm It's possible. I'm we can, you want to take him home later? Uh, where does he live? High Point. No? It's Thomasville now. I'm sorry. He moved. That's oh, even well, further away. Still, that's a bit farther than I was driving today. Yeah. All right. Well... All right. Did Love you enjoy your event? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. And, and what do you think of Atomic Empire? It's a great shop. I'm glad I checked it out. All right. That's what I like, like to do. They have comics that I'm they not going to buy. because they have comics so and I have and miniatures. I have all of these comic series that I have yeah. the trades up to whatever. Yeah. They I'm, And I, I need to buy the next one. They don't have any of the next one here. They have the one after that. And the um, three, like, Fables and Walking Dead and whatever the other one is, they don't did, have the next one. Did you inquire? They may, they may have them. Because they have more than just... The, they have more in the back. That's crazy. There yeah. shouldn't be a back in a store this big. I'll tell you what. You turn off the recorder, I'm going to take you on a secret trip. Come with me. Oh, okay. Secret trip? Yes. So, we, uh, <coughs> so we had Mexican food with, let's see, it was me and Mike and Brian and Bill and AJ and Mickey and Nathaniel. He's the baby. 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 <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we talked about lots of nerdy things. And, you know, if we'd had the recorder on during all that, that would have been awesome. You wouldn't have been able to make it. But we didn't have to make any yes, of it out. At any given time, it was like three different conversations. Yeah, they were all awesome conversations, though. But, uh, so that was that. Was that. And now we're in the car going back. 
to Mike's house so we can all split again in our separate cars, except for Mike, who won't need to drive to his house. Right. Unless you want to. Unless you want to. I mean, you know. <laughs> so. And so, what do we think? <laughs> I have these annoying-ass hiccups. It's almost as bad as Brian's coughing. Okay. What do we think? What do we think of M14? Do we have any thoughts? I have zero thoughts. I have a couple thoughts, but Mike, do you have a thought? The, like you were gonna say something. The green is really good. Yes. The green is very good. Green is very versatile in this set because it does everything. It gives you the creatures, but it has more and more removal now, and it's got the fixing, so you're in green almost all the time. At least splashing something else or splashing green. What other thought? What, what specifically do you think makes it good? Um, Damn it, I forgot to get my basics back. What? Oh, whoops. Oh, well. <laughs> oh clues. Don't worry, Chewie will get you the basic layouts back. Yeah. Yeah, when he comes back to sell all the stuff. <laughs> Along with the chocolate. I thought you gave him the chocolate. I gave him the chocolate. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just messing with him. <laughs> you can give him Jack's chocolate. I should have. <laughs> I asked oh. him if he wanted to mail it to him. <laughs> uh, so that's a no. <laughs> so, so. Yeah. Sorry, Jack. Clues stole all your chocolate. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I was I, I was going to point out mainly uh, the, the the removal and the evasion. It makes it really good. What evasion? The trample. Oh right, right. I keep think forgetting that. That's trample, 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 trample. That counts. So what what removal does it have? It's got the windstorm. It's got the hunt the hunt, hunt the week. The week. Mm-hmm. Of course, it also still has naturalize. I wish I got a naturalize. Holy crap! That oh, would have been, yeah, that that been, been useful. Awesome. What the heck? Pacify your dude. <laughs> yeah. Haunted plate mail. Get to play against haunted plate mail. Yes, they had to play against haunted plate mail. That was one of my losses. Wow, I, did, I missed it. Dude had a haunted plate mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Dude, pick it up now. Apparently, it's really cheap. I should. Yeah, they're going for like they were they were buying them for seventy nine cents and selling them for like ninety eight. I was like, really? Includes like it's not all that. I was like, are you sure? It actually is. It was. I'm t- like sometimes I say dumb stuff about things like this, and I'm totally wrong. But I really don't think this is one of those times. Um, so for my part, unless you had more to say about that, no, no, no. Um, a couple thoughts. First of all, I thought slivers would show up more than they did, and I think you know, it, it, like anything, it depends on how many you get. But despite the fact that they're in all the colors and they're in all the rarities. Um, for me, at least, it didn't feel like every match was a sliver slugfest. I only got a couple, and it was only worth, I, I didn't even, it wasn't even worth splashing all of them. So, um, I, I didn't feel like it was as sliver-centric as it was possibly going to be. And even the ones that I saw, even when you had a couple out, it didn't feel like, oh, it was this unstoppable machine. So... The creature size in general is pretty small, and shock being in the set is a big help because shock kills a lot of things, and most of those things that it kills are also slivers. Or maybe I should say most of the slivers are ones that can be killed. Either way. Either way. Either same, way. Same thing. Yeah. There seems to be a fairly decent amount of removal in this set too. It's not any my freaking. If you're if you're in black and red. Alone, I realize those are the two main colors, but as Mike was saying, there's there's some in green. White still has pacifism, which is still ridiculous, and Banisher Priest. And I got that new one. 
two whites, but... Yeah, exile and attacking or blocking. Uh, target player sacrifices, which is yeah. important. Actually, my la- uh, my second to last round, I played against a blue-white player. I read him, I put him on that. And so when I attacked with my Muta Vault, I always had at least something else play, attacking so I wouldn't have to sack my land. I, I, I put him on that, and I was right. So, yay, reading, people. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. And then blue, you know, has bounce, which is at least tempo, and time ebb, which is can be a major setback. Um, but unless you've got a primeval bounty, in which case you're like, okay. So I mean, uh, so those are all the other colors. And then you get to black and red. Holy cow! Ring flesh and the kill something, get three black mana and doom blade. Uh, quag sickness. Quag sickness. Oh. Shock. Is Flames of the uh, Firebrand in uh, the... It's, uh, Chandra's Outrage. Chandra's Outrage. Um, uh, volcanic Geyser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just all off the top of my head. Without going into Rare. Is there an X spell in Rare? X spell in Rare. In rare? Like an Earthquake or anything. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think they brought back the I don't think they did. Like the only sweeper that I am fully aware of, there's Windstorm and there's Planar Cleansing. Yes, two of my opponents had Planar Cleansing. Really? I, strangely enough, I won against both of them. <coughs> I did Oh, I did generally feel like if I just played out all my guys, I would be okay. So I didn't get the sense that my opponents were playing sweepers or that they had sweepers. I don't even know, like I said, I don't even know if there are sweepers. So that's something to keep in mind, yeah. you know. I think that was something we noticed um, when talking about the set earlier. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember talking about. Maybe you noticed because you know. Well, no, because we noticed there wasn't any, that they had planar cleansing instead of day of judgment or anything like that. And I, I wonder if that's to push like slivers and, and creature centric, play lots of little Voltron esque creatures along. Well, that that has been pretty well pushed the last couple years. So I, mean, I guess we'll see where the pendulum swings once Theros is released. Uh, I found that other than Slivers, there were a, there were a couple tribal cards like the Zathrin Necromancer, um, like the Advocate of the Beast, that felt like they would have been a lot better if they'd had a little more support. Because I had a lot of green and very few, like two beasts, uh, and. I really didn't even have that many humans either. Uh, during uh, during building, a girl sitting across from me held up the Advocate of the Beast and the the five three that for four that has to attack unless you have an Advocate of the Beast. Uh-huh. Yeah, marauding something. Yeah, marauding Mallhorn. Mallhorn. There we go. And she goes, "Would you play these two? And I went, "You know, if I had a mar- uh, an Advocate of the Beast, I might have played both of those." And then I said, "Hang on," and I flipped through my deck. I had not a single other beast. And I went, then again, I would not have played those. In my opinion, the Advocate is much better than the Marauding. I mean, but that's, you know. That's I, if did, there's I did not share your opinion. And, and, yeah. Both well, are good. I think both are good. Um, but and, I, I, and I, just, I, I just like Juggernauts. Like, I'll play the Marauding Mallhorn without an Advocate of the Beast in my deck. And, like I said, I do think both of them could have used a little more support. I think both of them were okay, but it was it was kind of weird looking through it. And, like, where's the support for this? I, uh, I guess they're not making it easy. They're not, like, building my deck for me, but uh, it was kind of looking at it like wishing it could be a little more. 
Um, I don't know if there were many other... Like, there's no, like, yay cats or anything. No. Oh, I mean, there's a Johnny's Chosen, but that's he just says, he just says yay cats because he makes a bunch of cats. Yeah, he doesn't say, like, cats you control, blah, 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 blah. So, um, those are the ones I had off the top of my head. Removal and creature types and slivers and not slivers. Uh, it plays pretty well for a core set, I felt. And there were definitely blowout moments where it was like, I got this game and then I lose. Or, <laughs> I can't win this game and, oh look. So, which is good. It makes for an interesting game of Magic. Yeah, like, I had a... I had a primeval bounty on the board for a long time and still lost that game. Yeah. And then there was another game where I had a primeval bounty out on the board for a long time and won quickly. And there was one where I had the primeval bounty out on the board for a long time and it just took a while like any other game. So, uh-huh. like, it wasn't a... It, it ran the gamut from complete bomb to, yeah, whatever, you know. <laughs> there seems like a lot of life gain in the set. And, you know, that's what... It felt like that. There... And that's always been one of White's strengths, but look at other colors. Black has Child of Night and the Mark of the Vampire. Is that what it's called? Mark of the Vampire? Uh-huh. And the Sliver. And the Sliver. Just, again, just off the top of my head, there may be something else. Corrupt. Corrupt. Thank you. And uh, Green think- Green has Verdant Haven and the Bounty and... I don't know. I know there's something else. There, there's something else. Yeah. And all the colors have the staffs. So it felt like there was a decent amount of life gain if that's what you wanted to go for. I didn't run any staffs because... Well, first of all, I didn't get the green one. I was heavily green. Yeah, if I'd had the green one, I probably would have played it. But <coughs> I had the red one, and I was only playing... Like, I had ten red mana symbols. So I think I only had seven or eight red spells. Uh-huh. I was like, eh... Yeah, there's nothing... Of course, Slivers is a big deal, but there's nothing like, bam, in this set, really. Yeah. There's a couple ridiculous rares and mythics, but... Oh, that's... I mean, that's every set of magic ever. AJ well, had to play... Almost every set. Almost every set. AJ what? AJ had to play against an Archangel of Thune, which is just as hard to do as it sounds. Oh. My Colonian uh, Hydra was ridiculous. And on the show, I'm like, oh, yeah, this seems pretty good. Uh, it's it's so it's so much better slash worse than you think it is. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. So let's see. Things I learned. The record, as far as I think Jeff and Crowley knew, <coughs> uh, for counters on the Behemoth, 64... Because somebody had it out with the Stronic Resonator. <laughs> so that's cool. Mine never got Not that. Not What is a Hydra? It has built-in trample. I don't know if I realized that before. Oh, wow. It doesn't need to be that big. And the other thing, according to Dave Crowley, the J in Judge stands for janitor. <laughs> you know what the rest stands for? Udge. Udge. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, damn it, Crowley. He said, you can quote me on that. So that was Dave Crowley. <laughs> he's an L1. Right? I think he's an L1. Yes. He judges at Atomic Empire. Durham, North Carolina. Cowboy hat. He was the guy with the hat, yeah. 
he's the guy I shared the, the cab with on the way from the airport to the venue in Vegas. He was one of the guys who pulled me over and talked to me and explained why I was getting a game loss <laughs> at the other thing. <laughs> I'd never seen it before, or if I did, I blocked him out. He's a nice guy. He is. And Atomic Empire just clues is right. It's it's a really cool shop. It's huge, and there's a back room. And nothing that big should have a back room. It's ridiculous. Oh, it took you to the back room? Yeah, he's like, look at all this. I was like, holy crap. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that might be all I got. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah. I, uh... Is Giant Growth still a common? Because I hope so. I never saw a giant growth. I saw one all day. One of my opponents did one and totally screwed me up and made me lose half my guys. That's right. I did I did see one guy where I attacked with a root wall into something, and I knew that if he pumped it a little bit, like with a briar pack alpha, I could still burn it, and he giant growthed it instead, and I was like, uh... <laughs> Bollocks. Yeah, I'm... Okay, it was fun. I'm glad I went with Chewy and Mike, and I'm glad I got to see Bill and AJ. And yeah, I wasn't honestly, I wasn't even sure up until this morning. I knew I wanted to go with you guys, but I'm like, well, it's a it's a core set. It looks interesting, but it's a core set. But I'm glad I came. Yeah, like the only reason I was gonna go so I could take Clues' chocolate. Finally see the shop. Yeah. But oh, told I'm glad I went. I got to meet some listeners, and that's always fun. Uh, and I got to uh, see Bill and AJ and meet Nathaniel. Will yeah. You, will you guys, since you don't have any other family familial responsibilities, do any other pre-releases this weekend? Closer to home, or are you done? I doubt it. Yeah, probably not. Mom wants to go see uh, Lone Ranger. Sunday to tomorrow uh-huh. so if she's filling up to it we'll probably do that and then I'll end up working on the, the show and posting other people's shows and all that oh god I'm out of gas we're all gonna die oh, yeah. is that how that works yes, yes. okay yeah the the, yeah. The, ex, the explosion is created by the vacuum pressure of no gas left in the tank oh I didn't know that that's what that was yeah. science zero point energy what is that all about that's what that's what Syndrome had in uh, right in uh, the Invincibles, right? Yeah, yeah. it's totally whack. Banging. <laughs> is that all? <open? laughs> so I guess we're gonna stop here because we're out of gas. Because we're out of gas, but it seems like we might have enough time. Oh, don't promise anything. To but we might have enough time to do some more so we're not going to do any final thoughts or sign off we'll just assume that was all final thoughts and you might hear from us again or you might hear Swift playing if you hear Swift playing then we were done and uh, you heard me editing some Go Play Some Magic but I'm not going to say that now so bye hope everyone had fun at their M14 pre-release do let us know <coughs> in the comments or email or forums oh dude did you guys see that email from the guy with the cool way to get an achievement in duels no. Uh, yeah, after he heard our story about the weird way to get the chief. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, I did. I did. He got the... Gaining uh, 10 life in a combat step. How did how did you do that? With uh, with gla- grazing glade hearts. He had two grazing glade hearts. <laughs> he attacked with the primeval, primeval type. Primeval And an it that betrays, and the computer sacked Land. some lands. <laughs> so... 
All of which is really... Uh, wait, he had a Primeval Titan, too? Yeah, that's that's that, where he got two of the lands from. Because... Oh, I guess he didn't have enough to get... Yeah, because he'd have to have five lands come into play for that, wouldn't he? Okay, uh-huh. yeah. No, with two Grazing Blade Hearts, you only need three lands, but... Oh. Yeah, yeah, two Blade Hearts. Gotcha. That's a lot of life. So, sorry we don't remember your name off the top of our head. It was... Was it Simon? Was that him? That sounds right. It sounds right. Let's I know we that. got an email from it'll Simon. it be somebody else. But I don't remember if it was that email or not, so... <coughs> so, yes, we are good at this game and very professional. It's okay. Bye, guys. Say bye. Bye. Oh, that was so cute. Hello, Chewy here. You know, present Chewy, as opposed to past Chewy that you've been listening to. We, uh, so you, as you probably know by now, you won't hear anything else at the end of this other than me signing off, because I did that already, because I'm bad at this game. And, um, yeah, that's all I got. So enjoy some Swift. Thank you all very much for listening, and, uh, go play some Magic. Mm-hmm.